All right. And the Viscountess is uh, tragically now in your clutches. I mean, if you can call Gadget's very polite small hands clutches. She says, Oh, curse you, G.I. Wushu. I curse you. How dare you, you destroy our fiendish plot to apply the hypnotizing gas. But there are three more fiendish gases we have in store for you. Yes, for we've kidnapped some important gas scientists and exploited their labors to produce not only hypnotizing gas, but laughing gas, itching gas, and exploding gas, too. We will unleash all of these against the unsuspected Ohioan natives unless they vote for us in their upcoming primary. <laughs> I will stride forward. We must act facts, brothers. That's a swing state. <laughs> we can't afford to let it fall into the clutches of the Viper team. We can't let a Canadian become president. Well, so long as he's not a business owner who went bankrupt, I think we'll be okay. (laughs) So I, uh, I will assume that the uh, Countess had some sort of transportation, like a jet plane that we will commandeer. Uh, and it has some sort of like homing system or like, like basically like, you know, go home on the GPS. So it will tell us where we need to go next. And then we will follow or we will fly and follow it to wherever we need to go in the great state of Ohio. Ohio. Ohio, which is probably somewhere near Bend and Addy. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty, pretty much. They, um, yes, the, this being the 1980s, uh, the plane definitely does not have GPS, but it does have autopilot that, uh, you know, really helps the, the, the Viper forces to be able to fly. They're not very good pilots. Is it the thing where it actually blows up a Viper Fuhrer, like, air doll, and that's what flies definitely. the plane? Now it is. Yes. <laughs> and uh, the, the inflatable air doll, sadly, was lost from most of the actual toys. Also very collectible. So we, we very clearly tell the autopilot to take us back to the snake pit, right? Ah, uh, yes, to, to Viper Campaign Headquarters in Ohio, atop Mount Doom, surrounded by 27 legions of the Viper's finest. There, there are blisters of, of very enticing-looking anti-aircraft uh, weapons. There are hordes of treaded tank vehicles with, with missiles and cannons. There, there are rank after rank of troops, and in the center of it all, is the $250 playset that has separate rooms in it, like including a, a Viper prison. Oh. It comes with a limited edition Viper Fear figurine. The whole gamut. Well, I have just the thing. I have a pair of glasses that I'm going to put on totes, and it's going to cro- cause a hologram to make him look like the Countess. And he is going to lead us in as if we are his, her, slash captives. <laughs> Got to sneak in, huh? All right. We're we're, fl- we're flying her plane, so it makes sense that she would have captured us. All right, all right. This this dastardly plan of yours sounds like it could swing any which way. I'm gonna up the dice limit to six. I will give it a threat limit, a uh, threat of one, but I will give it uh, ten flesh wounds that you will need to defeat to defeat it. Who's up for the sneaking in? Who wants to start? 
I think it should be Totes first because he has to pretend to be the Countess. Absolutely. <laughs> so, Totes was flying the plane anyway. He's not afraid to fly. Uh, so, he'll land the plane, don the glasses. All right, boys, put on these funny handcuffs. And he'll hand two handcuffs to him. Just had him, you know, standing by. And we'll stride off the plane as if he's got these two in tow, looking every bit like the Countess. He'll walk, I'll walk up to the guards, and I'll say, I've got a couple of prisoners here, ready to, for lockdown, in his gravelly Countess voice. (laughs) I can't believe you captured us so handily, you nefarious Countess. Oh, the agony of this. Oh, the utter deplorability of being tricked by such a duplicitous, viperous female. Totally female. <laughs> All right, that sounds like five details from Michael and at least 12 from Sergeant Totes. What do you think, Chuck Ninja? Chuck Ninja will go along with the facade. Uh, he's still hurt pretty badly, so his his limping along might not be 100% fake. Uh, they will get past the guard. They will allow our heroes in under the skies. And as they are walking through the halls of the base, uh, Chuck Ninja will actually be using his ninja training to be uh, creating a mental map of the base and extrapolating all the secret rooms and compartments and control decks so that he knows exactly where the security cameras are and all of the control rooms for opening uh, all the um, all the bulkhead giant doors. Awesome. That uh, sounds like six dice all around. Go ahead and split them up as you see fit. Again, one threat and roll them. Okay, I rolled two and four because I only have one flesh wound left. I don't want to get taken out. Uh, I passed, and then I have three successes on my red lasers. All right, so uh, I rolled five uh, red lasers and one blue laser. (laughs) I have four red successes, and that's it. Ooh. He was thinking too hard. His brain is shut down. It's all up to you, Sergeant Totes. Bring it home. Things aren't looking good for Sergeant Totes. Sergeant Totes has one blue success and two blue failures, three red failures. Oh, 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 that's rough. The uh, You can hear down the hall the, the, the first set of guards that you guys talk to. They're... Uh, talking to themselves and and their sort of viperies, they say, Say, didn't that Viscountess have a higher-pitched voice before? The other one says, Yes, I think she did. Mm, And, you know, they go on with uh, over-enunciating their S's. And then, uh, tragically, our lovely friend Chuck Ninja uh, while he's he's investigating trapdoors and secret passages, falls into a trapdoor where there's a long greased slide and he finds himself in a small uh, sort of a cell. It looks like in a disused basement. There aren't any immediate guards, but, but clearly this is a captive place for holding those who were gullible enough to have slid into the basement. 
that was definitely one of the aspects of the playset that always broke as soon as you put it together. Ghastly <laughs> door. All right, it's all up to you now, Totes Gadget. You got to bring it home. All right, we don't even notice that Chuck <laughs> Ninja has disappeared. Well, he does that. He does that. I know. So we just think he's doing ninja stuff. He's probably right behind us. So I'm going to hear those guards as they pass by. I'm going to take a drag on the cigar that the Countess is smoking now. (laughs) I'm going to lean over to Gadget. Do you think the jig is up? No. I will will give you guys a a two-flesh-wound side objective to realize Chuck Norris has been captured before (laughs) the uh, Viper forces do. (laughs) <laughs> no, I think we're perfectly fine. This is all going to plan. What do you think, Chuck? You gonna look over, expecting to see Chuck? Looks like he looks like he broke ranks a little early. I sure hope he's okay in here. <sighs> he pulled an owl man on us. I hate when he does that. <laughs> Alright, so Totes is gonna continue taking drags on his cigar. And now he's carrying one of his guns nonchalantly. The shades kind of make it look like the Countess's sword, but he's swinging it around so much that it's difficult for the hologram to even keep up. And uh, when another set of guards pops by, he's going to attempt to use a higher-pitched voice this time. Could you please lead us to... The prisoner bay, usually, this is your job. (laughs) Michael, what do they say in response to that? But Countess, we were on our way to the break room. Union rules dictate that we get 15 minutes every four hours. You don't want another violation, do you? All right, that that sounds perfect. Roll those dice, gentlemen. All right. I don't. Am I helping? You're helping. You're helping. That's, <laughs> a details, a details, a detail. Right? You, 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 the brilliant thing about Wushu, you can succeed through failure. You can be Steve Urkel and completely rock your way to success. Which was also what destroyed that television show. Still threat of one. I passed my my blue lasers. I failed all of my red oh. lasers. So I have a a pass of one on my blue lasers. And two successes on red. Oh! We go into a third round. They they have one flesh rune remaining on your guys' uh, exploration. So, so the guards will say, Yes, Countess, fine, we will take you. But afterward, right afterward, we're going on brick. And so they, they the, the, the two viper guards lead you guys down to a, a, a disused door that, that says... Um, you know, a basement prisoner room slash trash compactor, and then they leave you there. Walk back to the break room. As we're as we're walking, I want to talk to them and be like, uh, "What kind of benefits do you guys get? Do you do you guys get overtime? You know, like GI Wushu, we get time and a half and hazard pay, five weeks vacation standard." And I'm trying to sow dissent so that when they get back in the break room, they will complain about the working conditions and they will possibly start a, uh, a fisticuffs between those truly loyal to Viper Fuhrer and those that are really only in it for like the um, uh, GI Bill aspect, you know, free college for to help and take over the world. All right, all right, yeah, yeah. That that sounds like some good, uh, 
Good details to me. How about you, Sergeant Totes? What are you doing? Either uh, with them while you're walking or down there when you get to the trash compactor slash prison room. All right, so while we're walking to the trash compactor prison room, there's going to be a wall of monitors. And Totes is going to glance up, start looking at them, just kind of getting a, a good idea of what's going on around the base. And on one of the monitors, he's going to see Chuck Ninja trapped inside of a tiny room. And he's going to get an idea of where that room might be associated with the prisoner wing, because, of course, any sort of traps you might fall in just land right down in there. I think that we, when we see Chuck Ninja in the, in the monitor, the, the walls are trying to close in, and he's doing the splits between them. And keeping them at bay, but barely. I love it. Definitely six details from both of you. He's also uh, taken off his shirt, and he's uh, sweating a lot. <laughs> it's very hot in the trash compactor slash prison room. Definitely. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right. That sounds like six details for each of you. One last roll on your so far dismal infiltration of the Viper base. <laughs> yes. Where the ninja got caught first. <laughs> Well, he's a white guy ninja. He's not a good ninja. <laughs> I got six successes. Every, everything passed. Oh, wow. I guess I should have reminded you guys. There's, there's still this side objective that requires two flesh wounds to find your ally before Viper does. And so you have to allocate your, your red dice either to the, the, the risk of you guys being found or to this, this side objective of finding poor old Chuck Ninja before Viper does. So, um, I'll let you go ahead and split them up after. All right. So, if if I understand what's going on, so what we normally would use for defensive dice, we then uh, can subsplit. Oh, so okay, that's what's confused. Okay, so yeah, so I will actually split split two of mine off. Uh, there is a control panel right by the door that we're at. I will pull out a uh, some sort of analyzer and I will scan the keypad and it will show me which buttons have been pressed most often based off like a fingerprints and just the wear and tear. And then I will uh, analyze the number sequence to determine that the passcode is 0000. They've never set it from factory. Expert. All right. So uh, what, what are you guys' totals, numbers? So then would be two, two, and two. Two defense and the two success to each side. Perfect. All right, and I have one blue success and one red success. And where did you want to allocate your red success? I'll allocate it towards... Let's see. Did you allocate the two flesh wounds to... I, I put two to try to find Chuck. Okay, so that should be what we needed for that. So I'll throw my red success towards the overall objective. All right. That wipes out the overall objective. Michael, how does your successes do? So yeah, again, I was two, two, and two. So two to keep from getting hurt. Two Wait, to help they were all Chuck, successes? And then two for... Yes, I rolled six, and they were Whoa! all successful. I didn't roll higher than a well, a four, and I was rolling against Holy Corolla. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys, you, 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 you yoink victory out of the jaws of defeat. Literally, <laughs> you, you, you open the the prison door just as the trash compactor is is, you know, p poor Chuck Ninja has has gone from the splits to his knees about to his ears. And, and and he opened the door just, just as things were about to get hairy, and he jumps out, and then, of course, the, the walls, which were moving much slower before, uh, wiggle a little and then slam shut behind you. So what did you find, Chuck? 
Wait, am I, am I back in the game? I was I was out. I was at zero. Yes, you uh, are at zero. However, now that you guys have succeeded, if you could narrate for me a uh, a charming The More You Know segment or public service announcement vaguely regarding your recent terrible circumstances to poor teach poor Timmy how to be safer, then you will earn a flesh wound back. Children, while you're playing hide-and-seek in the local, local junkyard, you may think that hiding in that freezer is a great idea. It's not. Oh, jeez, Gadget. I love freezers and junkyards, but that's good advice. Thanks. It cuts over to a picture of a freezer. Somebody opens it, and there's just flies swarming, and you hear them go, oh, oh, God, oh, God, and they close the lid. <laughs> All right, that's a flesh wound back for Michael, unless you'd like to pass to Caleb, or unless... Um... I have one. He has none, so I will give him that one. All right. Gee, thanks. All right. We're all back. Now, Chuck Ninja, while you were in there, interestingly, this this, uh, vertical greased slide you passed through was glass at some point, and you had a brief glimpse out into a large open bay where there were a number of other glass tubes carrying uh, Viper soldiers via compressed gas up or down. You know, the, 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 the giant playset comes with one of those foot pumps, right? And you can shoot uh, Viper soldiers right out of the top. It's crazy, right? <laughs> so um, so you're sliding through this glass tube, and, and, and you caught a glimpse of these four very nefarious-looking tanks in the middle of this central bay that they have. And the one labeled hypnotizing was pretty empty, the, 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 the pinkish-purple gas. However, there, there were blue green and orange gases laughing, itching, exploding that were all terrifyingly full. Uh, thanks, fellas. That was close. I almost felt like I was trapped between the rocks of Gibraltar over there, which we left when we founded this great country, so I didn't want to be crushed by them. <laughs> this little... That being... You can hear Timmy like, being... oh, I didn't know that before. Oh, I'm sorry, it's not my scene. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Someone get the child wrangler. Where's his parents? Always recycle, Timmy. Thank you. <laughs> Pick up your brass. I never thought about that way. Oh, now he gets his mark. Great. Dumb kid. <laughs> so so there's there's a very visible cut in the scene, and we're standing in a different room. <laughs> Fair enough. Thanks, fellas. I appreciate you saving my bacon back there. Bacon being one of the top export products of this great country. <laughs> While I was using my cunning to trick the Viper base into thinking it had kidnapped me, it actually revealed all of its <laughs> secrets. I saw in the main bay those four giant tanks of gases waiting to be deployed. However, I also noticed one specific flaw. There's actually an exhaust port that controls the disbursement of these explosive and other types of gases. If we can just plug up that exhaust port, the whole base will explode and America will be safe. What do you think, guys? Can we do it? Can we do it? And then I'm going to reach my hand back and at the same time we'll all say, Yo, G.I. Yo, Whoa, shoot. Er, we all say something different now. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. Go team! And then there's another visible cut, and the three of us are standing in a... This is a different scene. This is from the last episode where we're outside on a mountain, and we're all going, 
go Wushu! <laughs> and then it cuts back to us inside the base. <laughs> so we need to find something large enough to plug up the hole. And then the pressure will build, and then we will have approximately 37 seconds to escape before all the gases implode, causing a chain reaction, and then explode. Well, you know what I just happened to have here from our great state of Idafornia, an American-grown potato. That, that's what you had in your pocket this whole time? All right. So you, you, you guys, armed with your Idafornia potatoes and your, your intricate knowledge through glass tubes of, of the layout of this tank chamber, you find your way there. However, the tank chamber is protected by at least one legion of Viper elite Viper troopers, which means they're literally snakes, but they're still somehow wearing, you know, a human being combat gear, right? And like little boots apparently taped to their midsections somehow. And, uh, you know, laser rifles that, that, that uh, you know, in some scenes they seem to have two arms, in other scenes you think they just slither, like when they're down. It's very confusing. And um, also, it, at the head, very close to the tanks, in a, an extremely well-dressed, well-cut suit, and, and a lovely little American flag pin, a, a menacing figure turns, and uh, you, get, you see the glint off of a, a, of a by far shinier than, than should ever possibly be on a human being, bald spot, almost metallic sheen, and uh, on the phone, uh, this, this figure is, is, is yelling, Yes, Viper Fuhrer! Yes, the gases will be deployed soon unless we win the primary. Yes, I'm sure that this gigantic timer clock we have on the wall couldn't possibly be inaccurate for when the polls close. Excellent. The giant timer thing says you have exactly whatever we decide two minutes lasts in this scene to, uh, to, to defeat them and uh, save the gas before the, uh, the, the all is lost in the primary. And then hanging up the phone, the figure turns to you and you recognize him as U.S. Senator John Mechanoid. <laughs> One of his eyes begins to glow red. And he says, G.I. Wushu, attack them! All right, I'm going to turn, and I'm going to look for a um, OSHA-required fire extinguisher. There should be one within 75 feet of all, at all times. Uh, I will use the canister to spray all of us down, because snakes use their tongues to, uh, to find heat. And now that we're cold, all the snake warriors will not be able to see us. So we are invisible to them, and then all we have to worry about is... Uh, we have to worry about John Mechanoid. We will split up. You two take out John Mechanoid. I will plug that hole. Uh, one character can take on the nemesis John Mechanoid at a time. One of you figure that out. I'm going to go plug that hole. All right. And uh, yes, we'll, we'll, we'll give the, uh, the hole plugging will be a three flesh wound side objective. And then the, the hordes of uh, Viper Elite Viper Troopers are, they have eight flesh wounds and they're a threat of one still because they, you know, maybe have arms. They're not that threatening. And then uh, John Mechanoid is using his power, uh, his skill rank of three with his political powers, and he has four flesh wounds. Chuck Ninja John Mechanoid is a subversion of American values. If there's a man I know in here who's more of an American than anyone else, it's you. Go take care of that jerk. 
<laughs> There's actually like you can tell that the animation doesn't quite line up there, <laughs> but no one quite gets exactly why. <laughs> I'll take care of the snakies. So Chuck Ninja will walk calmly and resolutely through the throng of Snake Legion warriors who all part beautifully for him. And he walks up the stage to face off with John Mechanoid. And he'll, he'll look at this man and say, You once, sir, were the greatest actor in these United States. I loved that movie being John Mechanoid. It was the most beautiful piece of cinema I've ever seen. But now you have been swayed by the dark side of the Viper terror. I will stand here today in defense of this great country, and you and I will have a fight. Senator, uh, U.S. Senator John Mechanoid responds, Ah, but Viper Fuhrer has the American interests at heart. He's a true success story, having congealed from the assembled DNA of many different types of alien vipers. He emerged from the sewers of New York City and struggled as a cab driver for many years until he managed to find a big shiny box to put his horrible viper-like face into. Since then, he's had nothing at heart except the best for America, as long as that meant completely absurd and over-the-top plans to, to ruin the future of this country, but in expensive and valiant ways, like the federal government likes. I heard he was Canadian. Uh, just just to accentuate his his uh, bold statement, he he brings up a mechanoidal hand and punches sort of at you, and and it's 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 a really soft punch. It doesn't get anywhere near you. However, his political powers, a psionic attack, magnifies the punch a thousandfold, and 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 your jaw is racked back, and you're you're tossed into. Uh, a scene in a cave somewhere briefly, and then you run back into this uh, fortress. Uh, I, I will respond. It is time to strike back with all the power and fury of this great country. And I will draw my nunchucks and I will start to swirl them around me in very complicated patterns. As they are swirling, they start changing colors into uh, red, white, and blue patterns. And I'm actually forming an, uh, a, a protective shield around me with this aura of my nunchuck skills, which is the only known countermeasure to psionic politics. Nice. That definitely sounds like the limit for this one's five dice. I'm going to roll three offense and two defense. All right, so I have one defense, uh, one successful defense. Perfect. And I have three successful offense. Whoa. John McAnoid takes one to the chin from the American flag-wielding nunchuckery. All right. Meanwhile, at the exact same location, the camera pans back over to uh, the, the heroic efforts of Gadget and Sergeant Totes as they fight the steam and the uh, hordes of assembled Viper Viper troopers. So I have uh, I have found the basically the intake valve, and it's just a giant sucking tube that is uh, that it, that's creating the, the the suction that is pushing the gas further up. And I know I need to block it, 
So I look around and I find like a small crate. Clearly not the right size, but I put it in front of the hole anyways. And it gets sucked up in there. Not big enough. I turn back around and I find it's like one of those uh, exploding rafts that you would have like in an aircraft that takes a water landing. So I do that. Still not big enough. It gets sucked up in there. I see we're running out of time. I know we only have one chance left. I actually jump into the suction tube myself and then I activate. I have one of those suits that jumps out and basically puts me into the big round rubber balls like you do the sumo wrestling thing with. And I will actually plug up the hole. All right. That's definitely five details. Go ahead and uh, allocate between red and blue lasers and divide your red lasers between the side objective, which has three flesh wounds and the hordes of snake troopers as you see fit. Then roll them. All right, I'm going to go all red lasers against the side objective. All objectives. red lasers. You're not going to... All red lasers. I'm I'm going to You will take a hole. flesh wound. I will, and that will take me out of the scene. Okay, that's commitment. I'm sacrificing myself. Heroic. And I do succeed on all of those, so that was truly unnecessary uh, sacrifice, which is the American way, and I have successfully blocked up the hole. <laughs> And I, I'm I'm like, what's his face, Gus? What's his face from Willy Wonka? And I'm just inside there, staring at everyone. I can't move. You you, <laughs> you truly are an authentic American icon. GI Wushu. All right, it's all up to you, Sergeant Totes. He died for this country. Yes, but he died for no reason. That's irrelevant. <laughs> Totes, you were surrounded on all sides by uh, Viper Viper troopers. All right, so Totes is going to take a big drag on his cigars, throw them down, pull his guns out. Run for it, Gizmo. I got these little snakies. And then he's going to take his guns and just start shooting, strafing throughout. He's going to actually end up picking up a big chunk of concrete and blocking a bunch of blue lasers that are coming for him. And he's going to still be shooting with one of his guns. I guess they're red lasers. We shoot the blue. You know, I I, I rewatched uh, episodes of a specific 1980s cartoon that shall not be named. In research for this, everyone shoots both colors of lasers. Who knew? Interesting. <laughs> now you know. <laughs> and no one's half the battle. Other half's killing people. All right. So how many flesh wounds do I have at currently? Two? I thought one last I knew. Oh, just that is true. That's one. Never mind. All right, and we're rolling here. Unless you you did a public service announcement that I forgot about. All right, so out of five, I have one blue laser success and three red laser successes. Nice, because I'm using guns. Done. All right, you uh, successfully mow through the first and second wave of Viper Viper Elite Troopers. And unfortunately, during the chaos of shots going wild every which way, destroying all kinds of equipment and property, but somehow not striking anyone there. <laughs> um, among the equipment and property that struck is uh, one of the gas chambers. It's the first one. It's the laughing gas, which is now leaking and pouring out into the room. It's uh, causing uncontrolled fits of laughter in both the Viper Viper Troopers and potentially in you guys. Uh, still the same threat rating of one, and we have five flesh wounds left uh, to defeat the room. Also, of course, uh, John Mechanoid, who stares down at Chuck Ninja 
and um, very mechanically he he uh, he says, "I want this country to fly higher, not lower, further, not less further, and upward, spinning in a successful manner that successful things spin." And with that extremely atrocious political uh, phrase, he he gives you two psionic punches back to back, which bounce off of your um, your American flag grade nunchuck shield. But then he gets a psionic knee in that came in just a little low of where that shield was, and uh, nips you in a very sensitive area, which of course is not seen on screen. Which is just briefly, you're just like oh, and then you know camera pans back, and then camera pans back again, and you're you're on the ground. All right, so being on the ground, my American nunchuck shield has been dispersed. I will reach back to my ninja bag of tricks, and I will pull out two items. One is another smoke pellet to drop on the ground so I can vanish. The other is a cat claw climbing device, which I will shoot up to the catwalk above the stage and as the smoke acts as my distraction from John Mechanoid I will be flying up into the air preparing to attack with the most powerful nunchuck attack that I know which is the secret art of of shit <laughs> the secret art I of past the censors. Uh, that, uh, that's not going to get past the censors <laughs> Ah, I was hoping I could come up with something in the heat of the moment. The the secret ninja arc, uh, the secret ninja art of thousands falling strike from the top of the Empire State Building. Very American. John Mechanoid uh, looks up at you with his laser eye, and it focuses in on you, making you uh, rather uncomfortably hot at one strange point uh, right in front of your chest, because in the 1980s, lasers weren't really that powerful unless they were huge, and this is literally built into his eye. And along with that mild scorching heat, uh, he is pummeled downward by your mighty blow, but uh, his political powers make him resolute. He's ready to roll if you are. Yes. What's our dice limit? Five? Five. Uh, I'm going to go all for broke. All red lasers. Ooh. He's doing two and three. Ooh. That is five red successes. Holy shit. He got uh, three blue successes, no red successes. I bricked a five and a six. But uh, even his blue successes will not be enough to absorb the intensity of your secret strike. He is wiped to the floor. His mechanical body and political career in tatters around you. <laughs> and I, I shall strike a pose upon my fallen enemy, one knee on his chest, my arms raised above me, biceps bulging, sweat dripping from my manly pecs, and that robot bald eagle that I had earlier and forgot about will totally fly back in and land on my shoulder. You know, that's sold separately. You have to buy a big vehicle kit to get that robotic eagle. Oh, yeah, and you had to send away with UPCs from the other figures. Oh, yeah. Yep, so many purchases necessary. <laughs> All right, Sergeant Totes. It's just you and the laughing gas and the hordes of slightly giggly Viper Viper troopers. All right, so Sergeant Totes is laughing like a crazy man. The laughing gas is either getting to him or he's just insane. 
He presses a big <laughs> green button on his wristwatch, and there's a short sound of an engine revving, and his jeep with tank treads comes crashing through the wall, scattering any number of the Viperoids that are running around. He leaps inside, straps his guns on the side mirrors, and just starts shooting. And then he presses another button, and a grappling hook shoots out the back, wraps around the tube that his buddy Gizmo is in, and while he's shooting, he's waving at Chuck Ninja to jump in the cab. Alright, that uh, definitely sounds like five details to me. Roll them. Alright. So, the blue ended up being a failure, but the four... Reds are all successes. Four reds are enough to defeat the uh, Laughing Gas and the Viper Elite Viper Troopers. Uh, however, you do take one flesh wound. Are you still in? I'm still in. I believe so. Do you have one flesh wound left? Oh yeah, it's it's only yes. when you have so you have zero left now, which means you're technically still in until you take another. Look at that. All right. So, uh, then you succeed. The the gigantic mock clock on the wall has ticked down to zero 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 one from however long this combat took before you you managed to defeat uh, John Mechanoids, subdue the Viper Elite Viper Troopers, and uh, take the gases. Go ahead and narrate the rest of your success. All right. So, Sergeant Totes is gonna gun it, and we're gonna burst through a different side of the wall pulling the tube that has Gizmo in it behind them. The tanks are going to spill out everywhere. You'll see images of Viperoids itching themselves and laughing like crazy and exploding. Exploding. <laughs> Vehicles, they're in explode, but they climb out right before yes. or they parachute away. Yes. Correct. Correct. Yes. They even parachute out of the tanks. Definitely. And we will drive off into the sunset. To the south. Fantastic. <laughs> so, gentlemen, you have successfully there. There, there is uh, as as you leave the 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 massive campaign headquarters of of Viper Fuhrer, uh Massive explosions are heard, and as well as uh, the sounds of itching and laughter. And uh, the, the the as the wreckage implodes, you can hear one very specific voice that is neither laughing nor itching. It says, "Curse you, GI Wushu." I'll get you next time! But of course, as heroes are known to do, none of us look back at the explosion as we drive away. Absolutely not. But there's a scene of all of us sitting in the uh, in the Jeep now, and we just laugh. So. <laughs> <laughs> Freeze frame. Very nice. Sergeant Totes would like to do one last public announcement if that's okay. So Sergeant Totes will walk into the scene, his trademark cigar no longer in his mouth. Instead, there's a toothpick. He's going to stare off in the distance. Kids, I hope you noticed how quick Sergeant Totes fell to that laughing gas. That's because Sergeant Totes' lungs were weak. Sergeant Totes was a smoker. Kids, smoking's for dummies. Smoking's for vipers. Sergeant Totes is no longer a smoker. The more you know. You see Timmy take a lit cigarette out of his mouth and stomp it on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> the 
Thanks for listening to the RPG Academy podcast, the flagship program of the RPG Academy Network. If you enjoy what we do here, then please check out therpgacademy.com and visit our site partners for additional entertainment and gaming advice. We do this out of love for the hobby and for you, our fans. The podcast and site content will always be free for you to enjoy and utilize. But we do have expenses related to the show. If you'd like to help out in any way, please visit patreon.com slash Academy and check out the rewards we are providing for your monthly pledges. We use all funds that come in to improve the show and give you better content and quality. And if you don't have the coin to spend, don't worry. You can still help us out in many ways. You can subscribe to our show on iTunes and or Stitcher Radio. You can leave us a five-star review. Also, if you clear your cookies and you visit Amazon or the DriveThruRPG site through our portal, we get a small percentage of what you pay, and it doesn't cost you anything extra. Just like any RPG, our site works best with open lines of communication. We love talking with our listeners about everything. Please contact us with any questions, concerns, and comments that you have. We also love to hear feedback and experiences from your own games. You can email us via podcast at therpgacademy.com and reach us on social media, such as Facebook and Google Plus at the RPG Academy. But Twitter is usually the fastest way to reach us. You can find my favorite co-host, the Caleb G, at the Caleb G. And you can find my favorite co-host, Michael, at the RPG Academy. Thanks for listening. And as always, if you're having fun, you're doing it right.